Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hello and welcome to AfterBuzz TV, home of the official after show for the Netflix original series, Sweet Magnolias. We have made it to the end, y'all. This is the finale, season one, episode 10, Storms and Rainbows, which it was indeed. So we're going to dive all the way into this episode. I'm your host, Jamie Alexander. And of course, I'm accompanied by my incredible panel of hosts, Tammy, Bryant, and Kelsey. Hello, hello. And we have got Maddie Townsend, uh, Joanna Garcia Swisher back in the building because we had to bring her back in to discuss <laughs> this incredible finale. So how is everyone doing this morning? Good. Traumatized. I know. I'm well from that. <laughs> Oh my God. So, you know, for this, I intentionally skip direct topics because there's so much, there is so much in here. You guys really outdid yourself and (laughs) threw us for so many loops. It's like, whoa. So first of all, this was the perfect setup for season two. We have to have it. Like we have to have Mm -hmm. season two. Have to. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) I feel like it's a must, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It It is a must. So why don't we just have fun here and talk about everything that happened? I think Storms and Rainbows was the absolute perfect title because mm-hmm. there was some really beautiful and sweet and awesome, cool things in here. But then there were also some things where it was like, oh my God, mm-hmm. take it away, fix it, Jesus. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. so let's kind of start with, um, I don't know, maybe Kelsey, you can speak to this just because it was the top of the episode. I was really impressed with Cece. It was very interesting. But what did you think about the whole um, (laughs) prom proposal? (laughs) The one thing I do have to say is I thought it was kind of cool how they had the girl ask the guy. You know, it's like we're so used to seeing the guy has to ask the girl and it has to be this whole grand gesture. And I was like, no, girl, if you want it, go get what you want. So honestly, (laughs) I kind of liked that. I was like... Brian, I know how you feel about the <laughs> two of them, and I don't disagree, but I kind of liked that. I thought that was a cool little moment. Yeah, she definitely goes for what she wants, doesn't she? Mm-hmm. She does. She yes. does. <laughs> Gotta respect it. Yeah, I don't think it was terrible. I feel like I remember in high school, women, women, girls, us girls, we were more like that. We were more uh, inclined to show up and do cute things. I think it's like when we get older, where we get all a little bit rigid about what men should be doing and what women should be doing. So I really respected it too. True. I thought it was fun and cute. And I think guys like that. So yeah, because I mean, he didn't even he didn't even skip a beat. Really, he had just said he wasn't going to go to prom, and then he was like, "Oh yeah, okay, yeah, like, oh, mm-hmm. all right." <laughs> okay. He didn't. She didn't have to fight too hard. <laughs> Obviously, I was not a fan. Um, <laughs> did appreciate the sentiment because I thought it was cute. And like you said, going for what you want. I'm still here for Ty and Annie. I'm going to say it's so the bitter end. Yeah, <laughs> I love it I so much. And obviously, just Annie's a little like 
look, the look, the moment she was just like, mm, I was like, girl, I'm right there with you. So I was like, so feeling so bad for her, but I do love how she got her own little moment in the end. So yeah, yes, she did. She did. She definitely did. I, de- I, um, I laughed a lot through that whole, um, when we were shooting that, I just thought, this is such a triangle. Like, it's <laughs> yes. um, and then, you know, there's something, there's some realization there with Ty that I, that, um, I think Carson played so subtly just trying to figure it out and knowing how complicated it is with his brother. Cause I think he has that kind of realization mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm excited to see where that goes. Like, yeah, me too. But Cece's a little minx. Like I would be wigging out if my son. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Yeah. She's a little, ooh. I'm like, girl, yes. you're a senior in high school? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's like sexier than me. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, that happened. I'm, I'm a thousand me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny though. I keep getting, I love the way Carson really takes, you know, um, ownership of this role of Ty because I mean I'm with you Bryant like I think I think Cece is amazing and I like what she's doing and how she's showing up but you can't help but see the Ty and anything because I think that maybe too when we get older as women we don't pursue men so much because men are the pursuers and she kind of had them backed into a corner with that it's like with all of this going on Mm -hmm. how do I say no even Mm -hmm. though I really want to because now she's made a spectacle and I'll look like the jerk yeah. Mm-hmm. And yep. I think Ty's got a lot on his plate. I don't feel like he's girl crazy or, you know, anything mm-hmm. like that. I just think it's an interesting thing where he's like, yeah, I mean, I guess, well, I mean, yeah, she's nice. She's here. Like, it's like, Why that not? Kind of yeah. Thing. yeah. yeah. So, but I think he's like focused on his sport and, you know, the fact that he's kind of having like a massive life crisis. So mm-hmm. I thought that was, there's definitely some layers there. Who do you guys For think? Sure. Can we talk about ah, it? Oh my <laughs> gosh. Yes. We, you know what? I would love to like popcorn this conversation. We yeah. might as well, but might as well. I don't know. So Kelsey, do you have some, I haven't, I feel like, first of all, I was surprised that it was Kyle. I, mm-hmm. I thought it already Kyle. threw me off. I thought it was Kyle. You did? Yeah, that didn't did surprise me. Yes. It didn't Who surprise did me. I honestly think it might be Annie, which scares me a little bit. Like <laughs> she, she got in there with him, like kind of ran after I don't think it's Ty and Kyle. I don't think that they would do that to Maddie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, that's a lot to un- unload and unpack. You know, yeah. maybe who it could be would be <sighs> Nelly, okay. which is yeah, weird. Yeah, could it be Nelly? I thought but about that maybe too. maybe it would paint the picture of Maddie and Mary Vaughn coming together. So that could oh. be a thing with Nell- possibly Nelly. Um, you know, I'm not a big Mary Vaughn fan either, but <laughs> of yeah. course I would. I mean, it, how can we be? Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's who I was thinking. It was it was um, Kyle and Nelly. Oh, okay. That was so powerful. Um, the way everyone showed up, the way all of the phone calls went, it really added a completely different dynamic to the show. Because all of yeah. a sudden I felt like I was watching a completely different uh genre of show and it started to get real like mysterious and dramatic and who you know it was I guess I know I know um I too feel like it would be very cruel if I lost two of my kids or you know there's another one of my kids in there I don't know if I would put it past them but um, (laughs) I I definitely think there's a chance that it's Nelly. I, oh boy. 
Um, I definitely think there's a chance that it's Nelly. Um, and Annie would be my other best guess, but I don't know. I don't know. I, I really don't. And you know, it's funny. We've, I've begged Cheryl to tell us. And she said, I'm not even telling Netflix until we get a season two. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so smart. Well played, Cheryl. Well played. Netflix knows by now. Um, but yeah, it's good. You know, I think that like what I loved about the last episode was that not just, you know, inevitably you have to kind of button things up. And I loved that there was a cliffhanger and thought, I thought that was really interesting, but it just sort of opened up to me the onion for a lot of different mm-hmm. re- relationship dynamics and how they were going to play out and even seen and that's you know the one thing I always said about um it's not easy for for Bill like the Chris Klein to play that character because he's such a nice guy but um I was it's you see that there is like this journey and it's not a redemption it's just like he is actually on like he's learning he's experiencing life he's made some mistakes and not that Mm -hmm. I think that Maddie will easily forgive him for that and I think that those the heavier sort of moments in that episode where they are kind of working as a team together I think it'll it's going to remind them that they had a moment in life like that but sometimes you can't undo certain things but it did give him that place to go and that place to land in the end where it's like, what's going to happen here? And having Ronnie mm-hmm. come back, like there's just. <laughs> I know. <laughs> there was Ronnie. so much going <laughs> on. And I'm glad you brought that up, Joanna. Like, so, especially with Bill, because he really softened me up for him in this episode. Tammy, what did me you too. think about Bill, Bill's new face that he kind of showed? I have no patience for him. I have no patience for him. He's, he's alone. And now he wants to make things better with Maddie. I have no patience for Ronnie, who now oh. wants to get back in, you know, to Dana's <laughs> All Tammy. these men are running back to their home. Yeah. These women are their homes. And I get it. But yeah, no. Sometimes it's too little too late. Oh, my living word. Tammy, yeah. I need to little. call you when I get into these pickles. Because I was like, oh, my God. Bill. <laughs> I was going to say too. I know. I know. <laughs> There's, so I think there's something, and I've said this a lot about the show, is that why I think it resonates and why people feel triggered by things. And so for me, I'm like, honey, you done made your bed. So that's (laughs) But I have a tendency to like kind of, you know, be like that a little bit. But then there's like an opportunity for every character to kind of learn from why. I mean, it's not always everybody else's fault and just their fault. So it's like, I think even for Maddie, one thing that I thought a lot about is like, for her journey and realization, having nothing to do with Bill or their relationship or getting back together or anything like that, but like an opportunity because for her, it's about so much growth and it's about being, you know, humbled and surviving and all of these things that you like feel for Maddie instantly. But where, what I really enjoyed kind of talking about with Cheryl and like layering things in and really even with dynamics with my mother and other characters is what part did I play and even just allowing myself to be in a relationship for as long as I did, that looked like mm-hmm. that. I didn't excuse Bill's behavior. There's no version that that's coming back for her, and at least in my mind right now. But yeah. it's like, okay, but, you know, what happened really between Dana Sue and Ronnie? Like, what was it? And there is that right. kind of like, what, where can we kind of learn and grow from it? I, um, I agree, though. That's a tough one. Also, too, like, where has he been? He's been gone for yeah. Wait, what? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Back in with your six pack. 
Uh, I was like, yeah. Cheryl, why are we only meeting him in episode 10? We needed to meet him since episode one, Cheryl. Like, yeah, I, know, <laughs> I know. Just a sprinkle. Just a sprinkle. To season two, you're going to get to know him a lot more. We've done a couple shows together. We are old friends. I mean, he was one of my first friends. Brandon was in, um, in Los Angeles. So just oh, to be beautiful, we met him twice. That's so cool. Yeah, That's really cool. I think yeah. Venus do have like some great, him and Brooke, they have really good, great chemistry. So I think yes. You guys, Dana Sue really got it going on, right? I know. Yes. Like, Terry so and Ronnie. I'm like, come Dana, on, girl. <laughs> Farmer. I'm like, okay, okay. I know. I'm like, get it, girl. I respect yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and she was so beautiful and vibrant uh, and flirtatious. Glowing. And she's such mm-hmm. a beautiful, yes, glowing. She's such a beautiful woman, but just to play those flavors of things, like, I totally get it. These guys are like, ooh, she's something special. Mm-hmm. We were laughing like at the beginning of all of this when it was like, okay, you know, Maddie's got Cal and Ryan's coming back in for Helen. And then of course, you know how I just love Eric. <laughs> <laughs> so do we. You know, Dana Sue's like going through a health crisis and having issues with her daughter. And um, Cheryl's like, honey, I got something headed your way. And she's like, you get one. You get like three. When you say that, it reminds me of how God works. And I mean, I guess Cheryl was like the God of this, the orchestrator of the production (laughs) creation. She's like, I know it's been hard, my child. But yeah, no, I love how you talked about, um, how things are resonating with the audience, because I'm gonna tell you something very transparent. I cried for Helen. Like I didn't even oh, know it was gonna happen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sitting here just in my oh, bed, yeah. trying to be cute, doing my work, <laughs> watching the show. And I just found myself, I couldn't help it. And me too. It, it was so we'll talk about the breakup and everything. But for me, it was that moment. Again, Eric has this way. Boy, I tell you. For uh, him to come in and bring her a snack. I know the power of a snack, okay? Oh, my God. <laughs> for him to, to, to just honor that and to see her and to just say, you know, you show up for everyone else. Let me show up for you. I was on the floor. I couldn't. I had to pause it. <laughs> well, I had to blow my nose. I'm her. like, oh, my God. And when she's kind of, like, scared and she's like, no, 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 I'm trying to because be strong. And he's like, it's okay. Because that's how it yeah. feels. That got me. Because same. Yeah. It's like, no, we're strong. We're strong. We're strong. And then it's just like, oh, she yeah. That I, the, the, there was a few moments in that. I mean, you guys, the Helen is like my dream. Like, I just, I love that character so much. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, and the moment that broke my heart the most, it was such a subtle thing that Heather did. But when they're sitting there making those smoothies and they're talking about it and they said something about having a kid, I don't remember the lines because I obviously wasn't in the scene. I can barely remember my lines. Um, <laughs> but like, she was like laughing about it. And it was like this look to him where it was like this realization of like, wait, but we're years later now. Like, mm-hmm. and, yeah. Yeah. and she realized in that moment, mm-hmm. it was not where it's- she was like, I don't yeah. even think she even thought of that it would have been a conversation or a thought or anything and it she yeah you like can that. tell she didn't I know. Mm-hmm. yeah I think I that was the like last I'm episode up just talking about it I was just like oh my gosh mm-hmm. she had, she it's was just so taken off guard in that moment that it just mm. it's just like she's so trusting and she's not always that like 
giving of herself so when she was so trusting and giving to him and not even she was like wait what yeah Yeah. have you guys ever like known anybody or been in a relationship where you guys like just like you think it's gonna you're gonna be on the same page at some point one thousand one thousand it's so surreal where you're just like it's so one of my dearest friends just went through this was with this amazing person and they were an amazing they were amazing together but ultimately at the end of the day she did not want to have children and he did and they were together mm. for seven years and she's like I wish oh. someone cheated on him on, on each other I wish like there was some bad thing but it was like we just got we grew up we got to that place where that was where we were in our lives and no one was dishonest the whole time but it was like this sad it was such a sad breakup that oh. it was so hard for both of them And I'm like, that's what it is. Cause you see, there's so much there. There's like a lot of admiration. There's tons of chemistry. Mm -hmm. There's all, there's history. There's so much there, but it's just, they don't want the same thing. Yeah. There's always that one thing. I was going to say, there's always that one thing in a relationship that is, is the make or break. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's always one thing, whether it's children or or whatever. And when um, Ryan came back into the picture, I was like, and I said this over and over again. He's going to hurt her. He's going to hurt her. He's mm-hmm. a great guy, but he's going to hurt her. I don't you know how. I did too. I just felt yeah. it. I just then. knew it was going to happen. And I couldn't, I mean, the, the relationship was so beautiful. And I'm thinking, mm-hmm. but something's going to happen. What could it possibly be? Because mm-hmm. they're amazing together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I so did not see that coming. I didn't no. see that coming. She yeah. played me for a fool because <laughs> I was the only one in the world on Team Ryan for the last five episodes and then in the end of episode nine when he was just like Mm-mm. like he just and I think what hit me more like you said Joe was just the way he shut her down like it like was, just yeah mm-hmm. like she was so like, like all, all the way up here yeah. and then he was just like no hell no yeah. and then again in this episode where like you know he goes into like for the kiss goodbye or like to hug her goodbye and she uh, just like looks the other way I yeah. was like oh my goodness so I oh lost gosh. it like since episode nine I was like goodbye Ryan, Bye, uh, Ryan. and then really yeah I was so on team Eric and then of course you know like you said Jamie when he brought that ice cream everything like uh, I just I, I told Cheryl I was just like I'm just team Helen like <laughs> I'm team Helen above team everybody Helen. else like love the man but she is just so strong so amazing hold uh, it together and for her in this episode to be so broken up about it it was so hard to watch and I just felt for her so much and can I, I just say can I just say that Helen and I said the line at the exact same time when he's leaving and he says why is this hurt so much <laughs> we Helen and I both said because this is the last time <laughs> yes Tammy's oh. like mm, <laughs> done it always has a way with her words that Helen mm-hmm. doesn't do. uh, yeah. I just wanted to go over and have Margs with her at 7am I was like I'm here bring your rum put it in the smoothie <laughs> for sure 100% I am um, so what did you guys I'm like dying to hear what you guys think about everything but what did you guys think of Isaac like do you guys think that we know who the parents Whoa. are that was crazy <laughs> so we were just having this conversation earlier before everyone joined um so Dana Sue and Ronnie went to high school together, but then she left Serenity for a little mm-hmm. while, lived it up, and then came back to Serenity. And that's when they started dating, correct? Ryan Wingate? Uh, Ronnie. Oh, Dana no. Sue. Oh, oh, got it. Okay. Oh, so, you, oh, okay. No, so I, Helen, 
Helen was the one who left Serenity for a good bit of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I don't remember Dana Sue. What leaving. is that conversation that Isaac there and might, Annie she had might in the have. kitchen? She might, I think um, for something to that effect. I do. I do see what you're saying for kind a of little like bit. The, yeah, there was yeah. something along the lines of like she was she wasn't living there for the whole time, or yeah. maybe it wasn't they weren't living there. I think they did rekindle after a while. Like I think somebody said something along the lines of like, weren't you and Ronnie together since the beginning? And then she's like, no, we got together after. Yeah, because yeah. so I was, was asking Annie all of these questions like, so, you know, have your mom and dad, you know, always been together? Like, no, you know, they went to high school and then yeah. she left. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. when she came back, they started seeing each other. Mm-hmm. I was do, like, you think, oh. do you guys think Dana Sue's his mom? The, that, oh. <laughs> I, know. I mean, I at first was like, wait, what? But then the way that she was so receptive of it. And maybe she was just being a kind person because she is a kind person. But I was like, oh, shit, maybe. maybe. <laughs> and he said, he said to her, he goes, I'm not here to cause you any trouble right. or any upheaval, which means there was some kind of conversation that we weren't privy to as an audience. Yeah. Maybe. Mm. Or just yeah. to no. the fear because last time Joe, you spoke do you up know? and said do something. You know more than we know. <laughs> I know nothing. <laughs> oh, it's man. funny though. I actually didn't. I, I don't think she is because of her reaction. Like, I feel like if she really was, uh, she would have wigged the hell out. She would have been like, oh, no, 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 no. Like, she would have, like, lost it. But because she was point. just so, like, okay, I understand. Like, let's bring it down a little bit. Or, like, you know, she was just trying to be there with him and be there for him. Mm-hmm. I feel like she was just trying to understand the situation. So I don't think that she was because of that. Like, I feel like if she really was, she would have known it and it would have clicked and she would have just freaked out. But what then is Michael the father? Well, I think that's kind of what they left us wondering. And I think mm-hmm. Isaac's hesitation yeah. was also because the last time he spoke up and asked questions, he was pinned up against the wall. So <laughs> I think there was definitely right, a right. little bit of hesitation <laughs> in him wanting to, you know, confront the situation. But to me, I'm leaving it as a question in the air because you never know. Because I feel like with Dana Sue being confronted, even though she's a mother and she's sensitive and she's a woman, I also feel like she's a little bit calculated and very strong. So if she is going to respond, I think she's going to do it with a kind of care that she maybe has thought about already, as opposed to just being Mm. like, Oh my God, you found out. I think she would definitely just be like, I hear what you're saying. I'm so glad you feel comfortable here. Let's go talk. And then kind of maybe try to unfold. So I think it's possible because the second that I, um, uh, what's his name? Michael walked in. Mm-hmm. Isaac was like, "Daddy." <laughs> oh yeah. Like, I oh, said, yeah. "Daddy too." There were so many relational things here, um, you know, that really stood out. And you were talking, Joanna, something about um, I forgot what dynamic it was, but it made me want to bring up the tie and Maddie situation. Cause that definitely made oh, me feel some type of way. Cause yeah. I feel like because I don't have children, um, I still feel like the child. So I'm like, why <laughs> Maddie got to rain on his parade and tie is so excited. Like me even too. if you don't agree, <laughs> give it a beat, let the boy mm. jump out of his skin. Mm. And then, you know what? So how did you feel? What did you think about that part in the role and how that played out? And you know how that communication went down between Ty and Maddie when he felt excited yeah about possibly being recruited I think it's really um it was a moment to um be very honest about the fact that you know Maddie does not have all the answers she's triggered just like everyone else like she has like I've said this 
I think that at her core, she's a really wonderful person. But I think that when you can be in a marriage like she was for 20 years and just be so blindsided by what yeah. happened to her there, she had to have been in denial or played a part in some way. And I think that part of the reason I, you know, I, I grappled a lot with like how I felt in a moment where she's had this really great relationship with Cal, how she was so willing to like instantly just be like, get, get out, get out. I noticed that. that Control really triggers her. And so I think that that's um, probably like something that, you know, she, she's not been confronted with having to own up to that Mm -hmm. a lot, Mm -hmm. except in like the last few, you know, months of, of her life blowing up and kind of feeling out of control in a lot of ways. And I think that that is, um, she has an idea of how everything needs to kind of be figured out and go down. And it's, that was not that. And Mm -hmm. I think that like, she's plays it safe always. And the idea, you know, I understand that too as a parent. I remember when I said to my mom and dad, I was in college and I was two years into college and I was like, I want to go do this. Like, I want to be an actress and I want to try my hand at this in a real way, not just in a way that I'm like kind of traveling in and out and doing jobs like um, here and there. And um, my dad was like, oh God, this is like really nerve wracking. It's hard for a parent to say, okay, you're like, you're double majoring and these two different things. And like, you're now you're wanting to move all across the country and like right. so far away from us and a tough business and all this kind of stuff. And he had to dig deep. And I've always thanked them so much because I was always like, thank you guys for like allowing me to do that. Because if my, I, I can't even imagine my kid being like, can I ride my bike down to my friend's house by myself? I'll be like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Who do you think you are? <laughs> no, that's just not happening. Yeah, that's um, very beautifully so- said. It, it makes a lot of sense because, you know, I you get to see the point of parents. My parents were like that. And I kind of think, because they were like that, that I would like to be different with my children and just yeah. maybe give them free reign to kind of blossom into the, who they are. Cause like you said, with your parents, thank God they weren't so hard on you where they were like, no, you need to finish school. You need to do this. And because then that creates that guilt. And I, you know, with Ty, you can see the built frustration where it feels like the entire world has been against the poor kid mm-hmm. almost this whole season. So that blow up in all his colors, like I'm just so proud of Carson because he showed that very well. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and you can see the burden of that responsibility. And I think that, you know, on so many levels, he like to be that much. So, you know, I'm married to a professional athlete, very successful one. And to know, you know, there were expectations of him. When you show that glimmer of not just like, even just getting a college scholarship is, is an extraordinary, um, achievement, but my husband obviously showed that glimmer of, of something that, you know, he could potentially be successful in like such a small fraction of, you know, our society can do what he does. Like that looks effortless, but like, if you really think about what they do for a living, it's like kind of surreal and Ty has that potential. So what you were talking about, Joe, is this, the beauty of what Ty brought to, you know, and his potential for the big leagues. Yeah. So I think that that responsibility weighs so heavily on him, especially being from a small Southern town, like that's a Mm -hmm. very real thing. And so, um, I think it's also why he's not like thinking about CC in that moment. And it's not like why I think it's like, he's taking in so much and he's dealing with like this massive change in his life. Um, and he just played that to me so beautifully because, um, 
it just, you just, I, you feel for him in a lot of ways. Like he's got a lot of expectations and he's also understands that, you know, his relationship with Jackson, which I think he's just like, he just shows who he is in so many different ways, you know, mm-hmm. how he takes care of Annie and in really vulnerable moments and um, how he's respectful of Cece during at prom and how mm-hmm. he allows for Jackson to have a moment that he normally wouldn't. And honestly, like, who wants to give Jackson anything? Yeah. <laughs> Not me. Not this kid. <laughs> it was Talk about so triggers. Mm-hmm. I'm like, For real. Go ahead, Kelsey. I, kind of, I was just going to say, I kind of understood Maddie a little bit in that moment, though it was kind of like she seemed like she was um, kind of smashing Ty's happiness, you know, a little bit. My mom was like the ultimate realist and would always tell me afterwards, I was just like, she did it because she didn't want me to get hurt further down the line, you know? And so I understood that. I understood that for Maddie being like a protective mom. She's like, I know how hard this can be. And I don't want you to get your hopes up like this right from the beginning, not really having like anything to grasp onto. I mean, he was just talking to you. So I don't want you to get your hopes up like that and then get crushed further down the line. So I understood it. But in the night of thing, like I'll, life crushes you anyway. Life is going right. to anyway. Yeah. You're going to be mean, disappointed yeah. whether it's down the line or in the initially. So I think, well, I, what I'm hoping is that maybe for parents watching that not to loosen the reins, because again, I don't have kids, so I don't want to be telling yeah. people how to raise their kids. I'm sure something <laughs> else completely clicked, but at the same time, to your point, Kelsey, about being a realist, it's almost a double-edged sword because it's like, oh, well, if sure. you're that real, then you know the crushing, the heartbreak, the you know, there's nothing yeah. you can do to keep you your gotta dream a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think too, there was a part, I mean, I'm gonna be honest. I think Maddie was the whole the reason she was so hard on Ty on top of everything else was she was really mad at Cal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she already was yeah. upset with Ty, but she was even more upset yeah. because she was really mad at Cal. Mm-hmm. So when yeah. there was that scene between her and Cal, the issue she had with him is you don't make decisions for my kids mm-hmm. or for me, which was the lesson she was coming out of with her marriage with Bill. He yeah. was always the one in control and always the one making decisions. And so she's just like, projecting and just like mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think it, I think it take a lot for Maddie to get to that place um to trust the relationship and I mean it, yeah. like you know she has all these expectations of what she wants out of her life and all of these things and I think at the end of the day she um she's wounded she's yeah. really she's kind of damaged in that way and she doesn't trust any of it and she allowed herself to take that leap of faith a little bit. And I think that she instantly felt betrayed by, I thought this guy was coming into town, just passing through town. It was a friend of yours and we were going to have dinner. And honestly, it was that, but it turned into something different Mm -hmm. and it turned into, you know, her kid getting, you know, really excited. And I think that she knows that she's going to probably have to manage um, a, she's going to have to manage a uh, potentially a, a son that, has a professional, like a career mm-hmm. in professional athletics. Like, I think she understands his mm-hmm. talent and wants to nurture mm-hmm. that. But I think that um, she, it was really her 
which she acted out on type because she was, you know, felt really caught off guard and betrayed by Cal, which wasn't the case, but yeah. she didn't give him much time to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What I would say too, first of all, when I found out Ty was getting recruited, I was like, I want to be a wag. Wives and girlfriends are sports stars. Oh my um, God. <laughs> <laughs> Me but too, Brian. Me too. I'll tell you I'm like, Joe, can you hook us up? <laughs> yes, Joe. Like tell in us. real life. <laughs> that's, but, that's a whole nother after show. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm here for what that. I, what I thought was so interesting from Ty's perspective, I do see Maddie's side, but what I think Ty was looking for was that she didn't even acknowledge it, I think. Like if, yeah. if she would have yeah. at least said, oh my God, that's great. I'm so happy for you. But, but she didn't do that. Yeah. She went straight into the, but, 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 but. So that's why or he was so upset. this is what you're going to do. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So that's why he was so upset. Like he, she didn't even share in his happiness in the moment and then brought it back. She just went for it. So that's why he was just like, I can't believe you're like doing this to me, you know? So I totally yeah. saw. And then when he had that blowout with Cal as well, and he's like, I am, what did he say? I can't trust any man Ooh. in my mom's life. Like, in my mom's Whoa. life. Like, oh my goodness. So it was, it definitely threw him yeah. for a loop. Yeah. yeah. And I wonder, you know, even going down to the car and her not feeling comfortable with him driving. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden her worst nightmare was realized. Exactly. Like the exact thing. That She's going to blame Not Bill. like you got a ticket or you got an offender vendor or like literally the car flipped. Mm-hmm. And, and they had to like kill these kids out. Yeah. I was, when I was watching that scene, I was thinking how is, I mean, I'm sure it was in the script, but I would have had to be like, police move. Let me get to oh, my yeah. baby. Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the restraint and you know it was a beautiful restraint especially because you had your friends there I love how um Dana Sue started praying that's another instinct where I would just pray you got to pray you know Mm -hmm. so that was really a beautiful serenity filled moment as well yes opposite of all of my natural instincts so I agree with you when I played that scene it was very difficult for me I had to talk about it a lot because I was like I literally would skin those police officers alive Yes. To stay away from my kid but also you know in those moments you are so blown away by what mm-hmm. like what you like it's almost this utter shock um you know just like not knowing what's going on and trying to process it you just really don't know how you're going to react in that so that's kind of how I rectified that idea mm-hmm. so I had a you know question I... oh, go ahead Tim no, go ahead. no um so there was a scene with Helen and who's the newspaper gal? Peggy. Oh my God. Peggy. Peggy. I literally said, right. this oh girl. yeah. <laughs> it was I'm a really her. amazing scene. You know, she, she's a little nosy totally and she, she wants the scoop, but um, Peggy says to her, serenity giveth and serenity taketh away. I was blown away by that. And Helen said, what do you mean? And she said, if we were friends, you would know what what I mean. And then she left. But when, you know, the car accident and, you know, there's all these things that happened in this episode where, you know, serenity really does. And, you know, there's so many meanings to that. Yeah. (laughs) It's not just the town. Yeah, no, I I agree. And I also think that it's like, you saw a little bit of the dynamics with Mary Vaughn and it, and it, it would be so easy to use that relationship it was just an obvious sort of stereotypical like nemesis and busybody mm-hmm. and the mayor's wife and all of that um but that's the opposite of you know what like there's much more to that story and i think that it's a little nearsighted of the magnolias to think that it just was because we foiled a birthday party you know way back when mm. or a party that he had way back when because we were doing a fundraiser like perhaps there's more to that story yeah. which by the way why I love this show so much because there's no 
I mean, sure, we have heroes and people that we love and, but it's real life. And there's always more to the story and there's always two sides of it. And I think that we will dive into those relationships, those dynamics and like the things that we might've missed being so kind of in our own Magnolia's, sweet Magnolia world. And, um, you know, there's going to be some realizations there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what I did mm-hmm. like about that scene with Peggy and Helen, even though she did say like, well, if we were friends, blah, blah, blah. It was that loving touch that really made room for the connection. It, Cause that line could have been read many different ways. Like, well, if we would have been friends. You would, it could have. That's how I read it. That's story. how I read it too. I was, I was like, like I I'll go with a slapper foil. And was, <laughs> oh no, she <laughs> leaned <laughs> over and touched her hand. And yeah. I really feel like that was something that was implemented. So we didn't miss mm-hmm. that. Hey, maybe there is a sister bond there because Helen had to stop and think about that. I think, especially for that reason. So it was that little subtle nuance that for me changed the line from being catty to something. So I don't know how that's going to unfold. At, at first, when she said Dennis started talking about it, I was like, is she talking about Ryan? Like, did she and Ryan date? What's going on here? Mm-hmm. Oh, was, I never even thought about that. Yeah, yeah. that didn't cross my mind. That's I, where my head went because she was grilling her kind of on Ryan. And then she was like, yeah, you would have known if we were friends. I'm like, well, Peggy went through some things and she talked about it in episode three. Or, no, she didn't really talk about it, but there was a yeah, moment where Sue Sullivan's was looking through a, a book and they were reminiscing about kind of like pageantry that they all used to do or something like right. that. Right. And Peggy mm-hmm. was kind of off in the background feeling some kind of way. So I, we, I hope we get more into her story for season two. Too. It would just be yeah. really interesting to see how she plays a part in this. Yeah, I mm-hmm. totally agree. I'm all for that. Yes, I definitely love, um, just back to Bill really quick. It was nice to see him, since it's talking storms and rainbows, one of a real rainbow moment was how excited Kyle was to actually get tickets. Because first, when Bill gave him the tickets to Hamilton, he's looking at tickets. That's all he heard. And he's like, I don't want these. But, oh, the play. And to just Do you know what his, these are? Are these for real? <laughs> to see his little heart light up. And just to get some joy for him after everything he's been through, that was a really beautiful moment as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. And I think it's like, look, Bill's limited. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. I don't think he's ever going to be the guy that you want Maddie to end up with. But um, at least not for now. Mm-hmm. But um, I think that, in, you know, he's doing the best. He's, he's trying to grow. And I think that that's, there's something that's, that's an important element to kind of you know, not necessarily give him credit for, but just, okay. Yeah. Shoot, shoot him a point or two. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's yeah. funny because I was, um, we were talking about this before. I was wondering, I was like, when are we going to get Bill's redemption? Like everyone keeps saying Bill's <laughs> going to redeem himself. And he finally did. And I think I just have four yeah. people men because I was actually here for him in this episode. Um, <laughs> I was like, Why don't we agree on everything? <laughs> what I loved the most about it though, I just realized it now is the fact that he asked Maddie first because he's been making these poor decisions throughout the season, not taking account anybody else's feelings, what anybody else is think, anyone else thinks until this last moment. He's like, I want to run this by you before I make the decision. So yeah. I love that because I feel like he could have totally went the wrong way again and been like, Kyle, here's the tickets. And Maddie would be like, what the hell? But the fact that yeah. he ran by her first and he got her approval, it shows that he is growing and he's going to redeem himself. Hopefully redeem himself because I don't know. I think I have bad men because I want them back together now. <laughs> no, oh my God, no, no. no. I do. Oh, I know, no. right? I don't know why I'm right there with you. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, so funny. Well, 
it, I'm so easily fooled. I'm like, oh, so there's two nice things. And I'm like, okay, I'm in. I like, See, I feel so like great. we're learning that in the episode. Like, I feel like as women or just not humans, we can get easily feel, fooled. And I feel like mm-hmm. ki- that's kind of what happened with Helen. It's 100%. like, I'm watching... Yeah. yeah, I don't want to be a rigid woman. I mean, I'm very loving, but I'm also very cautious. It's even in the Bible. Guard your heart with vigilance because if you don't, you know, matters of the heart is where we flow from. And so we're seeing Maddie get these little touches of hmm, Bill again, but it's also like we watch Helen get trained Rick wrecked by Ryan again. It's just, yeah. it's scary. It is. It's definitely scary. And I think that it's, you know, you just, we are all optimistic, I think, in our hearts, like at the end of the day, you want to like believe in the good. And I think that um, I just don't, I don't know that Maddie and Bill are going to come back for a while. Mm-hmm. I will, I will, he needs I will to grow say still. that that, that scene he between does. him and Katie was absolutely beautiful. Oh, yeah. Like that had me incredible. crying. That was so beautiful. And that little actress. I know Bianca she's delicious oh my gosh so so pretty daddy oh it just like yeah and that innocence and that um you know willingness to just keep an open heart I think is Mm -hmm. a really important sort of element to Mm -hmm. all of it Mm mm-hmm I also yeah. like the Bill scene with the prom pictures and it was mm-hmm. like, you yes. know, he wanted to ask to get in a picture and he refrained and I was proud of him for doing that because Ty did not want that. Yeah. Like he, he was actually like listening and taking, yeah. taking a page out of some, someone else's book rather than just his own. And I think it was, yep. you know, he's humble. That's for sure. Tammy's like, Bill, your apartment. But you know, you know what I wrote down is men can smell when you're happy and moving on. And I just feel like there was so it's all lightened up. Um, Ronnie comes swooping in. I'm like, the second Dana Sue has been miserable. Like she's been happy, but you know what I'm saying in the man department. She kisses a man and here comes Ronnie. Like, come yeah. on. That's so true. That's so true. <laughs> and the it chemistry is. between them. Holy moly. Mm-hmm. I know. Well, she has that chemistry was... with everybody, but. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she does. Yeah. That watching them work together. It was, I think it might've been the first scene that they shot together. And I was oh. like, oh my Lord. Okay. Mm. Okay. I, it almost made me want to see it work. And me too. Yep. I know. Like when she was like, okay, get back to the motel. I was like, no, girl, take it back into the room. <laughs> no, I was happy that she did that because when I saw him in the I house, was I was like, I sure hope he's not staying there. Like, what? Yeah. You're like, I was happy she didn't kiss him. Yes. Yes. I'm excited so, to hear more of their story and what well, happened. Me too. Me too. Me too. That's going to be juicy. Yes. Well, this has been an amazing conversation. You guys gave us so much in the last episode. Our heads are kind of spinning. So since we have you here, what are you, I mean, we've alluded to some of the stuff that you want to see in episode two, but um, let's just talk, you know, if you want to wrap up your overall experience and then what you're expecting or hoping for in season two. Oh, I mean, obviously the overall experience was, remarkable and I think that it was one of the my most favorite characters that I've ever played because I felt like I just connected to her in so many ways and I felt like it was such a 
it was so beautifully written. And someone actually, when um, the show premiered, they called me, some uh, producer that I'd worked with before, and he was like, this show is so special because it has such a strong point of view and it's mm-hmm. relentless. And like the fact that this is like, you don't, there's no, there's no apologies. There is no beating around the bush. Like this is the, it's the, it is a, it has a strong point of view and it's so pure in that way. And I think it's so special that like, we're really just diving into these characters and they're so layered and it's not like a beginning and an end episode one to episode 10. It's really about, this is where they are in this moment. It's like so much more well thought out than we could ever really imagine. So I think for season two, um, you know, I, I, I wanted, I really want to know for Maddie, I want her to have that moment. I think that she's blown up something really great with Cal. Um, mm-hmm. And I want her to have that moment. I think that she always kind of needed, which was, the dust is settling. I'm not grieving in the same way. My instincts were telling me that I was maybe moving a little bit too fast, but I was like, how can I not? This guy's so amazing. And I really am in love with this person, but what, what I'm, I'm left with this, like, I I don't trust in any of it anymore. And Mm -hmm. I think that, um, I'd like to see that journey and that honest sort of, you know, moment for her to figure it out and to kind of let the dust settle a little bit. And, um, I'm anxious to see. I mean, I want to know where all the storylines go. I want to know, I know who's Isaac's parents. I want to know <laughs> who's in the car. I want to know what happens between Helen and Eric. And um, when are like we gonna see Ty and Annie really make out? Like, <laughs> yes! Ew. that's what I'm wondering. Cheryl Anderson. <laughs> Cheryl Anderson. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love that. I, you have all the questions that we have and you know before we get out of here panel did you have any more questions for joe while we have her here joe what are you working on next what's next for you um trying to get out of quarantine <laughs> amazing <laughs> me too get a tech no, guy um, get a tech guy after quarantine <laughs> it, yeah it's, it's this is surreal um i've been working on the happy place which is the design destination and lifestyle destination that i kind of that i've been working on for the past couple of years and we're writing yeah. a book right now um and honestly we finished shooting in october and it's been a crazy year and so i went back to working on the happy place thinking, hoping that we would have a season two. And my hope is still that, that we'll have a season two. And by the time we kind of figure out a way to safely go back to work, we'll have that opportunity to do that. And um, I have a couple other um, creative projects that I've been working on that I'm really excited about um, that that I will, I can't wait to, I will, I can't wait to share that, especially one that's a little bit closer to fruition than the next. And so those are things that I'm just like kind of trying to cr- stay creative, but honestly, I'm so invested in this show and so invested Me in too. seeing this world, these, that this world continue to be unveiled. And, um, I just really hope that with, um, the success and, you know, the, the ability to be able to go back to work, that we're going to get a chance to continue to tell the story. Mm-hmm. Oh. Me too. And you're hosting a WAG after show with me and Brian. Yeah. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah. We will definitely uh, be having a lot more than water in our sippy cup. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, I'm so excited for you. 
you guys are unbelievable. Just like oh, the way that you connected to the show and like the, getting the opportunity to talk about it with people that are feeling that way about it. Like it just means so much to me. I said this in the beginning, you guys made it feel so real because we have been living with this for so long. And so it's just, I cannot thank you enough. It's been such a treat. So this has been, I mean, I don't, mm. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that people who are listening are enjoying this, but like if for nothing else, this has been an absolute blast for me. <laughs> We're so happy. We are yes, so, thank yes. you. We are you so are glad best. to hear that. Uh, no you are no you are Sarah. <laughs> and you guys hey second season i'm gonna get a wi-fi booster thank you yes. yes well no hopefully by then you can come visit us in la and we can talk about yeah. it all in there you studio. go in the studio that would I be a would dream nothing more let's do it <laughs> our own oh, margarita night wait. in the studio oh, yes. that would be so amazing yes Pour yes, that would be you. so great. Yes, we could pour it out together. Oh. Well, thank you guys Love so it. much for tuning in. I know you had to enjoy this conversation. I mean, come on. We're just being able to dive deep. You know, I'm kind of sad that we're ending totally here. Sad. You know, no. I'm, I'm very used to talking these stories and I love it. And, you know, we're going to all continue the conversation online, you guys. So I hope you're following us. I hope you're following Sweet Magnolias and you know, comment, share, and really uncover whatever it is you can from these storylines and plots because it's out here growing people and evolving their lives. Mm-hmm. So yeah. <laughs> thank you guys so much for thank watching. Thank you, everyone. Thanks, yes, thank you for coming. And um, we can, yeah, so thank you guys for watching the season finale after show. Um, we will see you guys next season. I'm your host, Jamie Alexander. And you can find me on Instagram at Jamie Alexander, which is J-A-I-M-I. Um, Tammy, we have Tammy on Twitter, T-A-M-I Govea, G-O-V-E-I-A, Instagram and Twitter, Kells Meyer, number two. And of course, (laughs) on all of the things social, the Bryant Santos. All right, you guys. So thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next season. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.